Good Tuesday evening and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. We got a, 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 a round table tonight and it's been a long time since we've been able to take the mothership out like this. You got the man of the hour, Tower of Power, too sweet to ever be sour, Delante. What's good? What's good? On the other side, you got the man that's twice as nice, cool as ice, and ain't never had a bad day in his damn life. You got Junie. Let's get it, baby, with this round table talk. Let's get that entanglement. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, man. Of course, you got me the big guy, KG. Uh, Jim and BJ are on special assignment tonight. So we just going to go ahead. We're going to take this up. We're going to do what we do and make it do what it do. First and foremost, the NBA come Thursday is back. Okay. We've been waiting with uh, everything going on with coronavirus. We have been waiting and waiting, and now we have it. So NBA's back. Um, first and foremost, to you two gentlemen, we'll start with Junie. Uh, who's your favorite to win it all this year? Well, now, if I'm not mistaken, my main AD is hurt. Right. Is that true? Yeah, we're we going to get into that in, uh, in a few minutes. Okay, now, is this a serious injury or something minor, something small or what? They say it may, he may miss some time. Because I'm a LeBron man, and I'm now I'm a Lakers man. So, uh, depending on his injury, I'm going to have to go with the Clippers. The Clippers. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me pull out the trusty old sideline junkies. Uh, a notepad here so I can take a few notes so I can write this down. We're going to put this in. Now, NBA restart. Junie's going with the the Clippers. Delonte? Uh, I, I think this is uh, this uh, LeBron's last shot, last real shot to win the championship. Um, the Clippers, I, I I like their chances, but uh, they, you know, they they kind of lack a real big man presence. Like Harrell, he's Harrell, he he's the truth, but uh, I don't I don't know if Harrell will get it done against uh, AD, and I'm sure AD he will be back, you know, with super crunch time. So I gotta go with the Lakers. Gotta go with the Lake Show. Uh, as for me, I feel the exact same way you do, but I'm gonna buck the trend. With this AD uh, injury, as minor or major as it may be, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. And I was, I said the Bucks. Uh, I believe at the beginning of the season, uh, I thought the Bucks could do it. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Um, looking at the power rankings from Sports Illustrated, the Bucks are number one, the Lakers are number two, and the Clippers are number three. So we picked the top three teams in the power rank- rankings right now. And let's not sleep on Toronto, Boston, Houston, the Heat, uh, Nuggets, and the Sixers. Or the Mavs. So let's not sleep on them. Um, <laughs> Speaking of NBA, you know, they're down in Orlando. They're in the bubble. Uh, One 
Lou Williams, aka Sweet Lou. Uh, what is he? Sixteen year vet, fifteen year vet, fifteen year Something vet like yeah. of the NBA. Uh, had an excused absence to leave the bubble, and <laughs> he decided to go to Georgia from Orlando and go to Magic City for some wings. Um, <laughs> let's. Take it around the table. Let's go in the, in the opposite direction. Um, Delonte, your thoughts on that? Uh, it was it was stupid, you know, for some wings, you know what I'm saying, to see see a little, little jiggle and, and, and wiggle, you know what I'm saying, and, and pick up some wings in Atlanta and all that. I mean, and then you situate in Florida, you know what I'm saying, you go to Georgia and, you know, like I just mentioned, to see a little wiggle and jiggle and pick up some wings. Now, don't get me wrong. I personally have had the wings from Magic City, and they're the bomb. They, the, matter of fact, they might be in my top three all-time best, like wings. Period. But wow, they're like, yeah, oh, oh, hey, hey, Junie, they, they're that good, bro. They're that good, <laughs> and and I'm saying that with a lot of conviction. But you, uh, you know, to like jeopardize your health, man, jeopardize your teammates' health, and jeopardize. You know everybody else helped us under this, you know, solidified bubble. That's kind of uh, kind of brainless, man. So you know, Lou Will. You know, I, I you know, I, I like his game. I got respect. You know, a lot of respect for that man. But bad move. You know what I'm saying? Bad move. Junie. Not only his health. Uh, he got to realize everybody got cell phones today. Kids got cell phones today. He didn't. He didn't expect some, anyone to see him or something. I, I I didn't understand that one. But um, I think that was to me, that was the dumbest excuse in the world. But I guess how can you get out of it when somebody spotted you in the strip club? So I I guess you had to say something about wings. But I don't think he went there for the wings. But uh, he got he he, he wanted to get some wings. All right. But anyway. I think it was a really dumb move, man. With all this COVID-19 going around, that was a really stupid move on Lou Williams. And like you said, I respect his game. He's he's still the all-time best six-man around. Dumb move, Lou. Now, in a series of tweets, he said uh, four days ago, he said, ask any of my teammates what's my favorite restaurant in Atlanta. Uh, ain't nobody partying. Chill out. Hashtag mask on. Hashtag in and out. Uh, but then yesterday he said, but I digress. I went home to see my man off to his final resting place. That was a giant in my life. I don't want to that to get lost in all this attention. So again, long live the great Paul Williams Sr. Back to my quarantine so I can join the guys soon. Peace. Now, I've never had the wings from Magic City. But Doc Walker said something yesterday and it made me bust out laughing. Uh-huh. Uh, Crystal City Restaurant down in Crystal City. He said it has some of the best crab legs you've ever had, but it's a gentleman's club. And now I've I've frequented Crystal City restaurant quite a few times. And never had the crab legs. Pretty good baked potato on the steak, but uh, I I get it that you you know, you may go to certain places, certain holes in the walls for good food. That's what I, I love to do. But to go all the way to Magic City for wings, 
I mean, it, it is what it is. It happened. It's funny to me, but on a serious note, I agree with you guys. It was kind of reckless because, uh, you know, you're putting yourself and everybody else in danger because you never know who you're going to come into in contact with. But now on the flip side of that, the flip side, the fake gangster, as Doc Walker calls him, I call him the same thing. Um, Kendrick Perkins had a no. lot to say. No. He took to Twitter yesterday. Uh, it's disturbing when a rookie Zion Williams and Zion Williamson can act more mature than an NBA vet, Lou Williams. And that's what Perk had to say. Now, anybody that's listened to this show for the last two weeks, two years, knows for a fact how I feel about Kendrick Perkins. I feel Kendrick Perkins, he has a platform to say what he wants to say, but a lot of times he causes a lot of trouble with the things that he says. And he runs his mouth a little too much for me. And I, like I said once before, and I'll say it now, because number one, I got my two big brothers sitting right here with me, so I ain't scared of nothing. But you have in D.C., you want to knuckle up, I'm all for it. I'll beat your big ass. But <laughs> 15 years in the business, and the most dirt you have on my name is stopping to get some hot wings during a pandemic. Perk, shut up. And stop laughing and saying it's just TV when you run into me. That's what Lou Williams, Lou Williams' response to what Kendrick Perkins said. I agree. That was, and But I don't understand why is it that Kendrick Perkins, he, he he's a, he's not bad as Rob Parker and Jason Whitlock, but he's a fire starter yeah. for other reasons. I, I just, I, I get it. It it was a it was a mistake. But Lou Williams is human. He's allowed to make mistakes. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. But all that you know. Comparing Lou Williams to Zion, they're two different people, two different entities. Uh, and I, I feel like Lou Williams feels, shut up, Perk. That, that, that's pretty much it. When I feel that when he starts talking, you should go ahead and just unplug his mic. Just cut his mic off. Get him up out of here. I'm, uh, a lot of players are starting to sour on, on, on Perk. Uh, I know him and KD, they used to have a, a like a real good you know, big brother, little brother relationship, but Perk, you know, was kind of making slick comments about Westbrook being the best OKC player all the time on Twitter, and I guess it was kind of like a shot or so towards KD, and he let him know about it, and Perk, Perk tried to backtrack, but, man, it's, it's just it's a lot. Perk been doing a lot lately, man. But let me ask you, you, you two gentlemen, a question. What is Kendrick Perkins' Uh, claim to fame. Uh, damn! Don't get me wrong. Was he a part of that? Um, no. That twenty oh eight championship team with Boston. He wasn't. No. Yeah, he didn't was. he get traded? Be- didn't he get traded before that? He didn't leave Boston until two thousand eleven. Okay. Yeah. So he he do have a title with them. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And that that's my thing right there. He came into the league. Uh, 2003. Uh, set first round, 27th overall pick, 2003, by the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, 
he was traded immediately along with Marcus Banks for Troy Bell and Dante Jones to the Celtics. Now, his only claim to fame in the pros is being an NBA champion. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he was a starter on that on that 08 team. Mm-hmm. It was him, Garnett, Allen, Rondo, Pierce. And the thing is, he wasn't the best big man on that 08 team because if I'm not mistaken, that 08 Boston team had Leon Poe also. And Leon oh, Poe outplayed him. That's right. Leon Poe was a baller. Yep. He was a hustler. So I don't know if he I, did anything after that, but he was he was just nice. He was hurt. He was hurt. Then they also had James Posey. Uh you had the White Mamba and Brian Scalabrini, who's you know, should be a Hall of Famer. Not even gonna lie. You had PJ Brown on that team. Big baby Davis outplayed Perk. But Perk, his claim to fame is just being on that team. Your career average is 5.4. And I'm not diminishing, you know, he 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 did what only about 3% of high school ballers do, and that's make it all the way to the NBA. Uh-huh. I, I I applaud that. But bro, you can't you can't you can't think you can rub elbows with the guys and then all of a sudden, you know, because you're on TV, you think, you know, you got the inside track, you can dog them. Nah, that's a quick way to stop getting the inside track. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It really is. But hey, and you know what? He started to be known for that. He started to be known to have negative energy towards everybody else mm-hmm. for some reason. Yep. And, and I only wonder why. And he's played in the G League. He's played for Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Cleveland. New Orleans, he went down to the G League and played for the Canton Charge, and he came up and played for the Cleveland Cavaliers in uh, 2018. Hmm. So, uh, it, it's cool. I mean, but you got you to gotta realize who you're talking to because everybody ain't going to find that as, oh, well, it's just TV. So, But moving right along with our uh, – <laughs> Our uh, uh, agenda, Stick, sticking with the NBA, um, Anthony Davis could miss the opener with an eye injury. Uh, they want to see how well he can see. So they, 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 they don't know yet. But he was uh, inadvertently poked in the, eye, in the right eye by Michael Carden-Williams Saturday in a scrimmage against Orlando. He didn't practice today. Uh, he was just sitting down. With shades on. So, you know, it could be a scratch cornea. It could just be a couple of days. It may be a couple of weeks. So, and I, you know, that when you get poked in your eye and it's hard enough that, I mean, it's, it's bad enough that you got to wear shades, you know it hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Vogel used the term discomfort on several occasions to describe the situation. But all in all, we wish the big man a speedy recovery. Because I think <laughs> he's going to be a key in the Lakers possibly winning world championship number 17. 
because he was averaging 26-9 with three assists and two blocks, almost two and a half blocks. And that was before the NBA went on hiatus. So we shall see. We shall see. Uh, moving on to the NFL, uh, you guys looked at the new list for all the players that are opting out of the season. There's opting not to play this season. Yeah, it's, it's, it's growing. Yeah. Uh, every team has someone. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, DeAnthony Thomas, Andre Smith from Buffalo, Star Lotuelli. Uh, Cowboys, Marcus Kennedy, and Stephen St- Stephen Gidry, uh, Green Bay, Devin Funtress, uh, the Texans, Eddie Vanderdoes, of course, Kansas City Chiefs O-lineman, Laurent DuVernay Tardif is the one that I think he got the most recognition because he's working in a hospital. Yeah. In Canada. So he opted out to continue to work in the hospital. I mean that's 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 amazing, man. Like when I when I saw that, I, all I could do was say, I had to get him, give him the the, the Denzel uh, American Gangster, my man. <laughs> you putting your life on the line. I, I it's no way in full you know what that I could see anything wrong with that. Um, the Patriots though, Dante Hightower, Dan Vitale, Brandon Bolden, and Najee Terrain. Uh, Seahawks, Chance, Warmack, Titans, Anthony McKinney. Now, you had some high-risk opt-outs, guys that are uh, more at risk to catch COVID-19. Uh, the Vikings, Michael Pierce, the Patriots, Marcus Cannon, and the Washington football team. Jeez, we'll get into that a little later because I want to hear what you guys got to say on that. Uh, Caleb Brantley. Um, unspecified opt-outs, Jordan Mack. Uh, from the Panthers, dang, my man Eddie Goldman, DC zone, Maryland zone. Shout out to his dad, Big Ed. Uh, he opted out. Denver Broncos, Kyle Pecco, the Patriots, Patrick Chung, uh, the Saints, Justin Vanderlyn, and Cole Wick, the Jets, Leo Colo Mantangi. And the Philadelphia Eagles, Marcus Goodwin. That's a long list of players that are opting out, but they are uh they won't get an accrued season this year, but they'll get a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So that they won't be going broke. Those those gentlemen won't be going broke. Okay. So they'll still get their money. Uh I'm not sure if you fellas heard this morning. The Washington football team put uh, Alex Smith on the pup list. So he was cleared by his doctors to resume football activities. So he has to pass the Ron Rivera said this morning he had to pass his uh, football physical in order to be cleared. But uh, now the injury that sidelined him two years ago, we were at that game and to see him come back, uh, it's nothing short of amazing. I'll, I'll say that. Let me 
let me uh pose a question. And and, and uh, let me let me just echo and say it is good to see him back, considering the, the injury that he uh, sustained or suffered. Now, do you think he can get the starting job back for the Redskins? You asking me that? Yep. Jeez. To be quite honest, no. Because yeah. the, the the growth that Dwayne has went through. This offseason, um, the, 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 the toning up of muscle, he's gotten smarter. Everybody says he's like a different person, and he's been he's become more of a leader. Oh, so I, I, I would think it would be pretty hard for Alex Smith to take over the, the starting role again. Mm-hmm. But the only person I blame for that is Alex Smith because from what I heard, from last season, Alex Smith was in the uh, in the facility having conversations with Dwayne about different things and pro football life. So right. I think that's a lot of Alex Smith that rubbed off on him to get better. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Alex Smith's fault that he wouldn't get that job back because he groomed a, a young man and gave him some pointers, and he took it and ran with it. So Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, sticking with the Redskins, let me let me get you you guys thoughts on this. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry. I said I wasn't gonna call them the Redskins anymore. The team that has no name, the Arya Stark of the NFL the football team. <laughs> yeah, you know Arya Stark girl has no name, so it, yeah. we're we're a team that has no name. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh what came out? Um, what was that about a week and a half ago about? You know the cheerleaders and everything, and the 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 the, the, the things that were running rampant in the, the the organization with, you know, basically you were pimping out the cheerleaders. Uh, the text messages, the text exchange that DJ Swearinger released between him and uh, uh, Jay Group. Oh yeah, that was that was tough. Jay Group, man. Did you happen to catch that, Joni? Not really, but the whole ordeal was pretty embarrassing. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I'm gonna say this. Oh. No, no, go ahead, Delonte. If, if if that if that really was Jay Gruden texting DJ, and we all saw the text messages, the screenshot, if that was really Jay Gruden, bruh. That 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 is the most unprofessional coach ever. You don't. And then after that, like you you doing all this over a a, a mistress, or as we call it in today's times, a side piece. You know what I'm saying? Like you all worked up, your nerves are struck, and all that. Like, come on, Jay, are you serious? Like, you know what I'm saying? Focus focus on winning. You know what I'm saying? You you you, you focus on the wrong thing, man. Hey, excuse me, fella. So right now you all are saying that it's put out there allegedly that DJ Swearinger and the coach was texting back and forth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Oh, now, you know, if you remember, this was not last season, season before last. Remember when DJ Swearinger got cut? 
right before he got cut, remember the, the few weeks in between that he was calling guys out, he was calling coaches out. About yep, not I remember practicing. that. And, you know, me, I was loving it because I was like, yo, he's telling the truth. You can't, you can't shame the man, you know, for telling the truth. They tell the truth, shame the devil. Right. So after the team lost um, to the Giants 40 to 16, Jay Gruden texts him about 10 o'clock that night after an interview he did on TV. And, you know, basically he said, you want to play? Let's fucking play. And then he challenged DJ Swearinger to a fight. He said, where you want to meet? We can meet tonight or tomorrow. As, mm-hmm. as my boss, as my direct supervisor, you're coming at me uh, 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 challenging me to a fight? Seriously? That right there, absolutely, positively, unprofessional. But it was it some really other was, things. Man. Yes. And it was a lot of things that came out about Jay Gruden and a lot of things that were going on in the building during this time and a, a little bit before that. When they said it was a toxic culture, it was a toxic culture. Uh, so allegedly, you know, we got to throw around the word allegedly. Allegedly, Jay Gruden was sleeping with one of the ladies in the office as a side chick. And allegedly, Swearinger got with her too. Jay Gruden? And, yeah, and he was a little upset about that. Um, that mean, I had a shot. <laughs> <laughs> And then if you take it back a little further, remember when Scott McClune was here, uh, doing a little research the last few weeks, um, it was some text messages, not text messages, it was some tweets that came out from Scott McClune's wife alleging that he was sleeping with uh, Josina Anderson, who used to work here. Uh, she works for ESPN now. And that she was uh, sucking and effing her way to get stories. I mean, oh. it was a lot of things that were coming out. And, you know, she was called uh, Scott McLuhan's side chick. But then his wife wow. came back and apologized. So this is all alleged. These are the things that came out in various reports the last two weeks on Twitter from reputable sources. This is not, you know, Dale that's sitting in, in, in his mama basement making up stuff. No, this is from reputable sources. Uh, some of this stuff was from Washington Post articles from a few years back. Things like that. And this team has been known for its toxicity. And that just and to have the light shown on it like that, embarrassment is an understatement. I mean, you got organizations that handle themselves with class. Uh, June and your Steelers, Delonte, your Broncos, those are two organizations that handle themselves with class. And to have uh, pretty much the dumpster fire that we have, that we had here, is pretty embarrassing. But I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm hoping that. Uh, Ron Rivera pushes his fight out and we can get back to the winning tradition. I'm tired of being a laughing stock. 
I agree, Kevin. And I like his um his staff. I like the way he picked up uh Del was it Del Negro? The who the uh defense coordinator, what's his name? Oh, oh, uh, Jack Del, Del Rio. Rio. Yeah, I, I I like his staff, man. I like the way Ron Rivera is handling everything, and he wanted just it's his time to turn his whole organization around, and I think it's that time. Now, now I don't know. I think we're gonna get into this later too, but no, yeah. I, this mascot thing is driving me crazy too. But we'll talk about that later. Oh no, let's jump into it now. Let's get into the plate. <laughs> it, it, it's this crazy mascot because- thing. Right now, they're trying to go with just to have the nimbus on the hard hat. And this is it's, it's the whole thing, man. It's, it's just so embarrassing now. But in this day and time, it's when it's time to put the foot down and get rid of everything. Pretty much. And I said it uh, a few weeks ago. Talking to BJ, a lot of people were coming out, and a lot of fans would come out and say, We need to change the name, not because it was racist or it was disrespectful. We need to change the name because we're cursed. And I had sat down and told a bunch of the Redskins fans that if we change at the time we were the Redskins, if we change the name because we're cursed, the Jets need to change their name, the Browns need to change their name, um, the Chargers need to change their name. Uh, who else? The Dolphins need to change their name because they haven't won in years. I, I, the list goes on of teams that need to change their name because they haven't won and they're cursed. I agree. Yeah. But now, to to to, I, only thing I didn't like about retiring the name was the timing of it, and it seemed like it was, it wasn't. Well, we did an independent study, and this is how we feel. It was. Okay, we don't want anybody to come after us. We got enough going over here. It's already a shit show. Let's go ahead and just change it. It was like a panic move. That's the only thing I didn't like. But, I mean, we we here now. So, hopefully, uh, within the next week or so, uh... We'll have a name. Hopefully, it's the Red Wolves because I would love to go into FedEx Field when the world opens back up and start howling and stuff like that. And we call it the Wolves. Then I, I, I like that. That that speaks to me. So you think they go with that name, huh? I hope so. I mean, everybody they got petitions out where thousands of people have signed a petition saying, "Hey, this is what they want the name to be." Now that doesn't mean anything because if you got you they the people that signed the petition ain't the one that got to pay for the trademark. So, well, I hope to do some research on the name, whatever they name to choose. Agreed. Um. Now we said something about Pittsburgh earlier. Uh, defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers put out a series of tweets yesterday. Uh, Stephon Tuit and. It was all related to the protests that are going on around sports. Um, Opening night last Thursday, uh, the Yankees and the Nats both took a knee before the national anthem and got ripped for it. I mean, people's minds exploded last week, Uh, Rudy Giuliani being one of them. Uh, But Stefan Tuitt 
basically said, this is what he said in a series of tweets. Uh, Stop letting the world masculinity blind you. That's my spiel for Monday. Oh, no, no, hold on. Let me start from the beginning. Uh, Opportunity come and go. Don't stress over missed opportunities. If you're confident with yourself, more will come. My instincts always help me, and that's why my opportunities I created have benefited me so far. I think a lot of athletes need to stop worrying about the public and people who tell them to do with their money and educate themselves. Just because they wear a suit with slick back hair, you trust them over someone you can relate. That's why athletes get taken advantage of. Educate yourself, please. I'm tired of hearing the same stories. Um, Stop letting the world masculinely blind you. That's my spiel for Monday. If you need to talk to me, I have over 80% of my wealth while helping my mother and created financial securities for my kids and wife. I will not judge. I'm not secretive. I will help. But in that series of tweets, he also said that he's not going to kneel for the anthem because he's not going to kneel for the flag. And here we are four years into this movement. 2016 is when it started with, with Cap. Four years into this movement, have been saying for the last four years, it's not about the flag. It's about bringing awareness to police brutality and uh, uh, and, 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 and violence against from the police against people of color. But everybody keeps, well, you're disrespecting the flag. You're disrespecting the anthem. You should stand. And it's like, bro, y'all are not getting it. Even uh, uh, Mike Dicker, Mike Dicker, one of the toughest uh, (laughs) football coaches of all time, um, Hall of Fame player, he's against kneeling, and he pretty much says you can get the hell out of the country. And here he is. You're not understanding what it's for. You're not trying to understand it. And what he said was, you don't protest against the flag and you don't protest against this country who's giving you the opportunities to make a living playing a sport that you never thought would happen. So I don't want to hear all that crap. And it's crazy because nobody's protesting the flag. Nobody's protesting the national anthem. He also goes on to say, if you can't respect our national anthem, get the hell out of the country. Nobody is protesting any of those things. Are we in agreement there, gentlemen? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I, I agree. So, uh, I definitely agree with that. Now, Stephen Tewitt went on in his tweets. He talked about his uh, grandmother. She was uh, an immigrant from another country. She worked, and she was able to bring 20 family members over, which is great. Now, understand that you don't want to kneel for the anthem. Nobody should judge him because he doesn't want to kneel. That's his choice. Now, what I will say is, when you just you show what, what, what size you were going to be on. If you choose not to, fine. It's something that I've said 
in public, something I've said in private, everybody can't go. Some people, you you have to, you know, leave them behind, but some people already have left themselves behind. And only way things are going to change in this country is if we start listening to one another. And as a black man, as a black period, we've been drowned out our voice has been drowned out for so long now we're starting to talk and everybody's getting their panties in a bunch now we're starting I, I, let me rephrase that we're starting to scream we're starting to yell because we've been drowned out for so long now you can hear us and it's a problem yes sir now everybody thinks when you say black lives matter you're saying black lives matter more than brown lives, uh, white lives, whatever. No, 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 no. We're saying black lives matter because they haven't mattered for so long. We're letting you know, hey, we're still here. We matter. We matter just like everybody else. We don't want to be, we don't want to stand above or below. We want to stand shoulder to shoulder. We don't want to walk in front of nobody. We don't want to walk behind nobody either. We want to walk shoulder to shoulder. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Exactly. BJ gets on me. He says, man, why do you keep explaining it? I said, because that's the only way they're going to learn, but they got to listen. That's right. Don't know. You got to listen. You got to keep explaining it. Exactly. I just. You see so many people that look like you and I. And they're so so against everything, and they, they, the things that people say, the the actions of people in, in in this day and time, you know, you can't go to the to the grocery store without somebody saying something out the way. Sometimes, depending on what area you in, looking at you funny. It's not supposed to be like that. It's a trip to the grocery store to get something to eat. But a lot of people believe, well, if it never happened to me, it never happened. They got to get out of that mindset. So, fellas, let's jump out of here, take a break, come back. We're going to finish up with a little NHL and a little MLB. And then that'll be it for us for the night. See if we can preview for the next show. So, don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. Just like that, we are back. Talking a little NHL. Uh, <laughs> the NHL got their own bubble. Uh, Toronto, I, I'm, uh, man, where's the other one? I forget what the other bubble is. They got two different bubbles for each side of the uh, of the league. Um, the, the Caps are in Toronto, and they start back up on the first. Now, I, I know I probably know the answer to this question, but we're going to take it around the table. Gentlemen. Who's your favorite to win Lord Stanley's Cup this season? Got to go with my my home team, Washington Nationals, baby. I mean, I'm sorry, Washington Capitals. Delante? Hey, hey, I'm I'm with the majority, man. Always will be. I got to go with the Caps. 
You know what I'm saying? We we still title town. Nets, Mystics. Uh, what's another team that won it? Uh, the football the team. Yeah, the, yeah. The the so, yeah, we we still title town. So got to go with the Caps. I'm I'm right there with you, gentlemen. Not even no question. Right <laughs> so let, let, let's call that the trifecta. Uh, I told you guys off air, but uh, to say it, you know, while we're on it, 4,300 COVID-19 tests were conducted by the NHL. Not a nail one came up positive. Whatever the NHL is doing, I swear they got to pass it along to everybody else because it's too many too many positive uh, cases coming up. Yeah, because ain't nobody leaving to go uh, go see, and you know what I'm saying, women shake their ass and, you know, you go get some some, good, some wings. That's why. Oh, no chicken wings. Exactly. Yeah. Damn the oh wings. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stay, stay clear of the Rona. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh, but I can't. You know what? I think we're so starved for sports. I'm waiting for everything to start up because if you think about it, we're going to get basketball, football. We're going to get the hockey and, and, and baseball. We're going to get all four major sports at one time. And it doesn't happen like that too often. I mean, well, let me see. You get hockey, basketball. Well, you no, you get three at one time. You never get four. We're going to get all four at one time possibly. Man, yeah. that's going to be great. I'm I'm just imagining like the Saturdays, man. Hey, look, you gonna have to have your head on by nobody. Hey. Order me a you pizza. Want... Oh, oh, oh goodness. I'm gonna go get me some wings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna see no 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 wiggles and jiggles. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say, I hope you don't go to Atlanta for no wings. Uh, look, I was getting ready to ask, was that where you going? <laughs> no, I, I definitely not going down to Atlanta. Oh, come that's, on, that's man. That's a, a COVID nineteen hotspot too. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, but the wild part about it, Florida is. They say Florida, Texas, Arizona are hot spots. Yeah, Arizona. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of the Rona in Florida, <laughs> the Florida Marlins. Oh my goodness, thirteen. Members of their team, I, it, I, they didn't say was it players or was it uh, coaches, but thirteen members of their organization, between the players and the coaches, tested positive for COVID nineteen. They were supposed to fly home from Philadelphia yesterday to um, back to Miami to do a, I think, a three or four game set with the Orioles. Couldn't do that because they had to help. They were held up in Philadelphia because of all the positive tests. Now everybody's being tested once again to make sure it's all good. But the Phillies had a game last night that they had to cancel because of the visiting clubhouse being uh, what they called it fumigation, but it was being sanitized because of all the positive tests. This is crazy. 
Man, this is a terrible day in town right now, man. It's a terrible day in town. Yeah, this year period was is just terrible, man. Nothing right. Man, twenty twenty. You, you know, you see it going around a lot. If twenty twenty was a liquor, what would it be? It would be Mad Dog. It would either be Mad Dog or Cisco. <laughs> Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Wow. Man. man, you know what? I might even take it even further. 2020 is on the verge of being warm Odessa vodka. Oh. Not even cold. It got to be warm. And not even room temperature. I'm talking about sitting in the trunk in the summer warm. That's how bad. Oh, oh man. That's brutal. I look look at everything we've been through this year. Not, and I'm not even just talking sports-wise. I'm talking everything we've been through as a whole. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, as sports fans, we've been going through it. But then, you know, and sports is your escape. You can't even escape the sports anymore. Nope. Ah. So, MLB scoreboard for the night. Um. Got got a lot of games going on. Even though they 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 postponed they postponed the Yankees game last night, and they canceled the uh, Phillies game. So it was still, I think, twelve games going on last night. And between last was last night of the day, but it was a lot of games going on. Um, you still got games that have yet to start. Uh. Nationals lost to the Blue Jays today, five to one. Uh, the Orioles and Marlins, of course, got postponed. Yankees and Phillies got postponed. Hey, fellas, uh, what is the Washington Nationals quick? record right now? One like, and yeah, I was, three. I was about to touch on that. Yeah, one and four. I'm sorry. Now, now, y'all do know Soto was was negative two times. No, three times. Three. So his test came back negative three times, right? Three times he came back negative three times, but he came back positive three times. Oh wow! What in the world? Yeah, yeah. it is. It is crazy. Like he's sitting at home, they're trying to figure out what's going on. So he he's on the shelf right now. Delonte, you said you wanted to talk about Nets. Yeah, it seems like the Nets, they do this every year, man. They, they, like, they come out the gate real slow. Like, you know, like Junie just said, one and three already. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But I, I get it. Um, this season will be different because it's not even, uh, you know, the team's not even at full strength. Mm-hmm. In addition, you know what I'm saying? We lost a couple, you know, key players, you know what I'm saying, in free agency, but Oh man, Nats do this every year, man. Let's let's see if they, you know, make that miraculous run. But we got it's sixty games this year, so we don't have a lot of time to do it. It's only sixty. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God, Soto got to come back. Yeah, yep. it went Short, from being a basic. marathon to a sprint. I'm I'm looking at the uh, the box score from what is it? This from tonight. 
and I'm looking at the box score. They only had four hits. One run, four hits, two errors. It, it, the way it looks, it looks like pitching is failing. Uh, Austin Voth only went, he gave up uh, four hits and two earned runs with only two strikeouts in five innings. They're not getting very good pitching. They went through seven pitches tonight. Seven. And only two pitches pitched over one inning. That's pretty goddamn bad. But you know, Kevin, that's really bad, man. But I keep on thinking, like Delonte just said, this is how they come out the gates every year. So <sighs> try to stay put, you know, to yeah. the team come together. You know what? And they always they always hit their stride at the right moment. And last exactly. season. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Last season was indicative of that because they hit their stride when they needed to in the playoffs. A lot of clutch hitting and everything. But no matter what anybody says, they are the world champions until somebody dethrones them. And with this, they've expanded the playoffs, I believe, to 16 teams. So the playoffs have gotten bigger. Oh, okay, like that. Okay, like football. Right. And they they still got a chance. And the thing with the Nets, and it's always been like this, all they got to do is get invited to the party. And they got a chance, like everybody else, to take the prettiest girl home, and that's their World Series trophy. Yeah, they expanded the playoffs for 2020. I always thought that MLB should expand the playoffs anyway. I, it's just, it seemed like it's so many good teams that be on the outside looking in. Exactly. But, uh, man. 16, 8, eight and 8. So it's going to be 8 from each side. Uh, but you know what? I think we're going to get some of the best playoff baseball we've gotten. In a long time. I just hate it when they come down to the wire at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They got to win this one to get in. I hate that. And, yeah, then you got those uh those wild card playoff games where yes, it's just sir. that one game. So, I'm just hmm. – I'm optimistic. You know, being a Yankee fan but a, a national supporter, I'm optimistic. I think they can do it. It's just if they can get everybody back healthy, keep everybody healthy. Look out, because here they come. So, any any final words, fellas, before we wrap this thing up? Uh, prayers out the um. What's the lady from the uh, Mystics? Della Della Don. I, I read her story. Yeah. Um, you know she's trying to like get out of plan. You know for a serious health reason, but it's not you know much. You know that they they're trying to do for. Her, so I I think that's kind of messed up. 
Indeed, it is. And it's uh, like it's like one of your top three players in, in in the entire league. Like, come on now. That's your reigning MVP, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's uh yeah. The fi- was the final finals uh MVP too. Mm-hmm. She bad too, man. She bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's and that's something I never understood. She's opting out, not because she's scared, but she's well, she is scared, but she's opting out because she is immunocompromised, which is understandable. But you're telling her, nah, you opt out, we're not gonna pay you. Are you serious? And she's a star, a star, and they already yep. get paid like like McDonald's salary. Mm-hmm. Basically, like like six dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, come on now. Do she better. she was a WNBA champion last year, two time WNBA MVP, and fifteen and nineteen six time All Star, four time first team All WNBA. She was a uh, All WNBA second team. She was the Rookie of the Year. Made the Rookie Team. Uh, the first member of the 50, 40, and 90 club in the WNBA. Wow. Can't get no better than that. Nope. She led the, M- the WNBA in scoring in 2015. She is the the tops. And look at how they treat it, it, it's, it's I, I go back and forth with a lot of people about how WNBA players are treated, especially with salaries. And you know what, Kevin? I was going to talk to you about that off the air, too. I, I want to get into that, but but go ahead. No, uh, yeah. You want to see a fundamental game? Right. You want to see a fundamental game? Watch the WNBA. Yep. I just... Uh, Well, a- a- any final thoughts there, Junie? Because we can get in that. I think we could talk about that all night. And no, I, no, no. I, I know, I know. Uh, the man woke up on D side, so I ain't going to make no long <laughs> story tonight. But I, I do want to talk about something after we got to air for a minute. Okay. All right. Uh, so next time you should hear us hmm, Thursday night because we'll have the first night of the NBA uh, back in full swing in the bubble down in Orlando. Uh, We'll talk a little NFL training camp. Um, Jeez, what else? Whatever else comes up, we'll add to the list of guys that are opting out and for very good reason, you know, to everybody out there listening. uh, Protect yourselves. Don't believe the hype that, you know, it's just, it's, you know, a cure. Because if it was a a cure for coronavirus, we wouldn't have as many people dead from it as we do. So. Wear your mask, people. Wear your mask. I agree. It's not for your protection. It's for protection of the people around you. And most importantly, like I've said over the past few weeks, uh, arrest Breonna Taylor's killers immediately. Yes, sir. 
And uh, if you want to hear more from the sideline junkies, I normally say, hey, just listen to us where you're listening to us now. But Google sideline junkies, not the, just sideline junkies, because we have another podcast called The Sideline Junkies from across the pond. Uh, Google sideline junkies. And everywhere that we can be found will pop up. I mean, if you go sideline junkies in the uh the voice menu of Spotify we will pop up and that that right there is a great feeling when you pop up like that on Spotify it's great so and we are the sideline junkies uh you can catch us on Twitter Instagram Facebook uh you can hear us on Tune in, Apple Podcasts, of course, right here on our home, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Podchaser. I mean, geez, it's so many places you can hear. It's no excuse to not listen to Sideline Junkies Podcast. So, with that being said, Jim BJ on special assignment tonight. That's Delante. That's Junie. I'm KG. We are out of here. Day six feet.